Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Claw and the King podcast. We are back. I am with my co-host, Dopey, a.k.a. Oscar, a.k.a. the French Jew. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty good, I think. Um, can't complain too much. A lot of stuff going on, you know, in the world. Yeah. Uh, sports, uh, not sports. Depressing Busy news, time. Yeah, depressing news for myself. Um, if you're a Panther supporter... You're also a Samoa supporter, which I've learned from Oscar, because basically their entire team is Samoa in terms of rugby league. Um, so yeah, we'll get a bit into that and get into a bit of the uh, football world cup mm. and that sort of preview that's coming up. I and think we should call this episode the Summer of Cups. What well, what cups are we referring to? Just the World Cup and the Rugby League World well, Cup. Well, there's what other World Cup. Oh yeah, Rugby World Cup. On that. Oh, spoiler alert! Fuck. Yeah, so um, we, we, I feel like we should start with the Cricket World Cup because it's the least cared about one. Um, I think it's the most cared about. <laughs> England won. England. It's coming so, so, home. Something is it's coming home to England. <laughs> something is coming home to England at, at the at the very least. Um, well, the white ball is ruled by England at the at this current moment. We the ODI World Champions and we're the T Twenty World Champions. Yeah. So. Well, not you're not the most important champion, which is the Ashes champion, but. Well, in terms of the world stage, we are the most important. Um, so, yeah, look, it was a pretty nervy. I, I, wa- I watched the game and it was a... Bloody Ben Stokes, mate. Oh, God, that he's a, a guy. What a guy, bro. He's a, probably the most clutch player in cricket. Oh, definitely. He's definitely but up there. He's had some moments over the years. Oh, just probably... I mean, legacy-wise, he just, he'll go down as one of the greatest just because of the moments mm. that he's had. Because he's not even... That great, just on a day-to-day well, yeah, basis. He's not. It's just you in know, finals. He doesn't and have big the consistency moments. that other greats have. However, in big moments, he steps up to an unbelievable level, and that's what sports about. That's what competitive sports all about. It's about you know winning when you need to win, essentially, and performing when you need to perform. And um, yeah, he does that tremendously. So yeah, we bowled first. We did extremely well there. We kept him to a low score, and I thought, oh, it's going to be a breeze. And then I'm like, oh god, it's getting a bit. Tight for my liking, um, but we did pull it out in the end. India were just, not India, Pakistan, we were just a, a few runs short in the end. I think if they would have maybe got 10 to 15 more runs, it would have been a lot closer. But mm. yeah, at the end of the day, the the total was too low. Um, mm. And that great partnership that uh, Stokesy had um, and that great innings that Stokesy had was a real catalyst for that England victory. Yeah, I mean, well, Australia didn't make it out of the group, so... Disappointing from them. I, I don't understand the <sighs> Cricket World Cup structure. They only have two groups. Well, it's weird because it's a lot is based on like runs scored and runs allowed, isn't it? It's like a goal difference. Well, yeah, that's, system that's because a goal difference. But it, there's there's so few games. But it's, it's like the, the way it's structured is only two people get out of the groups. It's immediately semi final, yeah. and th- then that leaves one big team is always not going to get through. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. I I never. And their groups are like eight teams. Like, you could just split that in half. Yeah, why can't you just do... I mean, then I guess you'd have, like, the Netherlands playing England in a knockout game and it'd just be embarrassing. I mean, but, look, it it that format probably doesn't need to have a quick look at because there are a lot of great cricketing nations that didn't sort of progress to elimination finals and that's what the, the fans want to see and that's what the fans didn't really get to see um, in terms of Australia tanking and they're looking pretty shambolic well, the, the at the moment. the team's just so old. Well, yeah, I mean, the I think the West Indies test uh, squad was announced recently, and um, yeah, it's just the same old players. Like Scotty Boland's in there, which understandable after the Ashes that he had. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think in total, once Steve Smith and Davy Warner leaves, I mean, 
God, you got who's Marnus. the future? But who's the future? Marnus, is that it? Um, probably. Josh Hazelwood's getting up there in age. Mitch Stark yeah. is. Cummins, he's up there. Is it? Is it? Uh, so the future's going to be Cam- Cameron Green and Marnus. Well, yeah, it has to be Cameron Green. Um, but no one else is really suited to test. I mean, in the shorter formats, we've got we've got a bit more depth, I think. But there's that dude that just get gets concussed every game he plays. It seems. Oh yeah, the opener. Yeah, yeah he was meant to be the the next guy. But he can't play a game, unfortunately. Yeah, because he gets concussed. But, yeah, I, I just don't know where Australia... I mean, Australia always dominate home Ashes. Um, so it's tough to it's, it's tough to sort of gauge Australia as a team because after the Ashes, you're always like, oh, my God, Australia's the best cricketing nation in the world. They just embarrassed England. And then you watch them against Bangladesh in a T20 a couple of weeks later and they lose. So it's a bit, it's a bit hit and miss for Australia. And I think they really need mm. some future sh- superstars to sort of power them through and sort of make that transition from Davey Warner and Steve Smith a, a little bit easier, in my mm. opinion. But and even even in the shorter formats, like Aaron Finch, he's what, 36, 37. But yeah, but he's shit. I mean, exactly. God, how does he get <laughs> But he's still playing. And the Maxwell, he's mid-30s. Um, like, they're all they're all up there. Is, is it because cricket is dying in Australia? Is that the uh, reason why? I don't know if cricket's dying. But it's it's definitely not what it once was. Yeah, because I remember growing up and you had all those... Like basketball's probably the chosen sport. Oh, yeah, so. 100%. Basketball, in terms of participation as well, um, from in terms of a summer sport in Australia, we have summer and winter. Um, winter is a lot more varied, I feel, depending on where you are. Yeah. It, it could be football, it could be rugby, it could be rugby union. Um, AFL. It, AFL, it, it depends really on where you are. But I feel like... In Australia, in particular, basketball is just so much easier. I think. Yeah, and I think it's so much less time consuming. I think for parents as well to put their kids through, they're like, uh, "Do I want to sit for four hours uh, and watch my kid? Yeah, and, and watch my kid just stand in a field, or do I want to just show up for forty minutes and he runs around a lot and loses all his energy and he has, you know, he can and, and he blows can be quiet for the, Yeah, <laughs> if you're me, uh, but yeah, he can be just quiet for the rest of the day. So that's what I think. Parents are tr- getting their kids into basketball because it's such. Well, a even the kids would be choosing and it's cheap. basketball. It's cheaper as well. You, what do you have? Especially at youth level, you wear your trainers. You don't have to buy anything. You just you just show up. Really, cricket. You got to buy pads, gear. I mean, it's just every not. I mean, not gear, gear, but uh, sporting wear. You've got to buy. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Some gloves. <laughs> Steroids just came into my head. But a anyway. Box. Uh, that's probably not the most expensive thing. I mean, you could make that handmade. I mean, I'm oh, sure I you could trust that. Jesus, you could find something. Oh, this could be, this could be a. You'd trust that. Oh, I'd it'd do the job. It'd do the trick. Um, but no, I do think the participation of cricket has gone down. Even though it's still a massive, I th- I still think culturally it's still an Australian pastime. Um, but it's nowhere near what it once was, and I think that's reflecting in the talent coming up. I just don't think there's enough participation. Um, and it's translating to not enough talent, young talent coming through. That I mean, I'm, we're not avid cricket watchers. I mean, I'm a big time England fan, so I watch a lot of England Test cricket. But I'm not too sure about you know the the good prospects for Australian cricketers. So I don't, I, I wouldn't be too knowledgeable about it. But all I know is that when I was younger, I just saw all these stars, and now I see aging stars. Yeah, essentially, and I don't see any big time young stars coming through. But that's just my opinion. Uh, but yeah, obviously England winning the World Cup was a great achievement for us. And great achievement. It's hopefully, it's hopefully it's going to translate. I was thought it was might we might have had the quadruple. The quadruple? What's the fourth? The Rugby League World Cup. 
We could have won the World Cup. Uh, yeah, the T20. Oh, that's the other. The Lawn Bowls World Cup. That's right. Yeah, the Lawn Bowls World Cup is on at the moment. If you, it's on Fox Sports. You should be watching it. Um, but yeah, England were in the quarters for that, but we got knocked out I by... I think my nan's in that, actually. Yeah, we got, knocked, we got knocked out by... Uh, Ukraine. It was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, know what happened? <laughs> no, it's, I'm making it up. Oh, right? making it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck? How do you know what happened?" No, why would I watch the lawn bowl? Um, there might be. I mean, <laughs> fuck, I might Ukraine have predicted can, it. Ukraine can send a team out. Yeah, dude, it's embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, it's like the. I mean, they've got a lot of old timers. They need some citizenships uh, flying around. So. Right. They uh they needed something to do in the past time. It's their homes being destroyed, so they might as well. Ah, let's uh let's let's put some uh right. time into the lawn bowls. They practice lawn bowls with uh like bombs. Oh yeah, yeah, grenades. <laughs> the grenades, yeah. <laughs> but it, but they yeah usually they take the pin out of the mouth and then they just roll it. But now they don't have to do that. They Towards just have the to, Russians, yeah. Now they just <laughs> now they just pretend the other balls are the Russians. <laughs> so like I've got to get it as close to them as possible without it kicking back. <laughs> It's actually quite similar to throwing a grenade or rolling mm. a grenade, in my opinion. But so yeah, they're they're quite good at it. Yeah. To be fair, they've got good. It's natural. Yeah, it's natural. They've been doing it for the past two years. But mm. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Um. To yes, the, the the second World Cup that's going on. Uh, England did fail in this one. Um, after beating Samoa sixty nil, I believe, in the first game of the tournament. That's oh, not important. They uh, they failed to win. Well, I just want to congrats my boy Joseph Suali. What a, That's what, what a, you want to do. What a player That's he what is. you want to do. Um, he was the main fixture in that game. Oh, what, I what hate a, Suwali. What, I hope he has a horrible career. No, don't say that. He's a lovely player. Um, and But yeah, the main thing for me was what Luai was doing uh, in terms of his off-field antics. In terms antics. of destroying the team. In terms of just being a grub. Like three, four um, tries But he's just a bit of a grub, isn't he? He's just, it's just a tad. A very good grub. Is he? Well, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. At this stage. Well, I'll look, he's great unless he's does something for New South Wales, then he's shit. But that's by the by. Look, they won. It was a golden point game. It was just a toss-up. England probably should have won it. Um, but then again, you know, Samoa have quality players. Uh, uh, he tried to sort of put away at the start when England beat them 60-0 or whatever it was. They try, He tried to like, oh, Samoa doesn't have any good players. What are you talking about? And I'm like, they're all Panthers No, players. I didn't say that. Oh, all the Panthers players were in the back line. And I went through like, yeah, because I said the reason they lost is because the Lanyu, forwards. is he not a Panthers player? Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like, it's kind of uh, it's a tough pill to swallow after you beat them 60 to whatever we beat them um, in that first game. And But Samoa are a great team, you know, on paper especially. They're probably up there in top four in the tournament. I think they're a better team on paper than Tonga. Um, Stephen Crichton, mate, that guy is a clutch. Does he wear eyeliner? G- you know, the, he's got very dark... Eyes. Yeah, he's just. He's just Does he wear eyeliner? Features. No, he's, he doesn't. I see, he mm-hmm. looks like he wears eyeliner. Like, don't you? Don't have you not noticed? He wears. That? He wears clutch. That's what he wears. I know, but have you noticed that? No, I, I don't. I don't. No, I haven't. So, but don't you think he's got really dark eyelids? I don't know. I guess it just pops out to me. I'm like, oh god, is he wearing eyeliner? It's just a bit weird. Anyway, yeah. Look, it's mandatory that that guy scores a try in every big game he plays. Well, he I did mean. a massive intercept try that sort of turned the tables. England should have won it, but they turned the ball over to. Um, that lanky guy. So, yeah, look, it's a tough pill to swallow. I think I don't think the final is going to be that close, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And I think everyone, I think everyone wanted an Australia England final. Uh, <laughs> well, I think no, no okay, everybody not, in not, Australia loves to see England lose. 
Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. In terms of neutral fans and Australian fans, I think Australia, if they ask, who would you want to play in the final? I, th- I think they'd say England. Um, just because rivalry game, neutrals want to see the biggest game. It's in England. You want to... Well, the rivalry that, game... That crowd would have been crazy for that. Is it? Does it play, get played at Old Trafford? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic um, game that would have been. But, you know, it is what it is. It's going to be Samoa and Australia and... Hopefully Samoa pull off the upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the big rivalry game was the other semi-final, Australia-New Zealand. The uh, Whoever made the draws fucked it up by putting them on the same side of the bracket. Well, I think but they anticipated England versus Australia, but... No, but you want New Zealand-Australia in the final. They're the two best teams. Not if England's hosting it. They want England in the final. Yeah, but... Yeah, but they want England in the final. Well, put them on New Zealand's side then. So then they can have Australia in the final. But... Um, they did yeah. that last time England hosted, I think, wasn't it? It was New Zealand, England in a final. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, yeah, Australia, they, they pulled it out. It was a close game. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think they should win, I guess. But they haven't really been playing that well, to be honest. Um, They're just Their talent is just so unbelievable. It's really... I mean, New Zealand, even... You look at... Before the tournament, you're like, oh, New Zealand has a chance. You know, they've got so much... Um, They've got so many good players. They've got Manu. They've got the Cheese. They've got you know Dylan Brown. They've got so many good players. But then you look at them that squad for squad against Australia, and you're like the depth that Australia has compared to the other nations is just pretty jarring. I'd say um, mm. just the sort of plethora of talent that they can just choose from. And oh, this guy's not playing that well. Oh, this guy's got a niggle. I oh, will switch him out for this guy. Oh, he's just a state of origin player. We'll put him in. You know, it's just the quality that. They have in depth, I think, is a reason why they're doing so well. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a pretty easy win for Australia in the final. Yeah, if I'm Australia honest. to win, Cleary, man of the match. Well, how was how did that five thousand dollar bet go? By the way, what was that? Didn't you put on a massive? Oh uh, no, obviously I didn't win. Oh yeah, because I remember it was to do with the UFC. We'll talk we'll talk about the UFC later, but it's to do with the UFC, right? It was, mm. like, but your guy lost. Which guy? Who's uh, not Usman? Adesanya lost, so yeah. you lost the bet. So I was like, oh. Well, there was much more that needed oh, to happen. Oh. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I lost all, every other leg as I well. didn't lose every leg, but I lost multiple legs. Oh, well, that's not good. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, okay, we'll leave the World Cup there. We'll get, okay, we'll just we'll just do a bit of a fat preview now. A fat one? Oh, yeah, let's do a of fat the, rip of this preview. The uh, Football World Cup coming up. Um, now, this Australia and England could be one apiece in World Cups here. This is the decider. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, what did you say? I didn't, I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Australia and England are going to be one apiece in World Cups. Australia and England are going to be one apiece in World Cups. Why is that? Because we're going to win rugby. You won cricket. Oh, this is the decider. They're not equal, though, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. I don't think rugby league and T20 cricket are on the same Atmosphere. No, they're not equal, but I'm just saying this is a tiebreaker. This is no tie. If Australia win this, <laughs> I will declare that Australia is the GOAT nation of all time and England... Imagine if they win. That Australia is England's daddies. I will say that openly. I will renounce my English citizenship to be a full... T- I am an Australian citizen, but I'll, rena- I'll renounce my England one and just be an Australian citizen okay. if it, Australia win the World Cup. I promise right, you. Well, I will at do least we, we've got that on camera now, so... I, um, you what you think they're gonna win? That you think they're gonna win? Well, oh, I think it's probably unlikely, but 
Probably Who unlikely. Knows? They didn't score a last world. They didn't score an open goal in the last World Cup, and their team is worse. Well, on paper it's worse, yes, but in terms of spirit, oh, on spirit, yeah. And I World Cup about, is built on about spirit. spirit. Oh God! You I see, they got Timmy Cahill in there revving the boys up. Um, He's an ambassador for Qatar, isn't he? Yeah, supporting the uh, slavery. <laughs> good on him. <laughs> good on Timmy. <laughs> anything for the bag, Timmy. Um, give a good old headbutt to the competition, huh? To free, sure. free speech. Um, so yeah, look, it's a, it's a quite a interesting sort mm. of scenario that Australia have themselves in. I don't think they're gonna get a single point, um, <laughs> and I think that's not controversial to say, really. Okay, Tunisia. Well, I think people underestimated them. Um, they've got a couple of good players, but yeah, it'll be Denmark mm. and France to come out of that group. Okay. I think. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll go through each group, sort of break down the teams and then say who we think are going to come out of the group. Okay, let's um, go. So I'll start with group A, Ecuador. You got anything to say about Ecuador? No. No. <laughs> they got, do they have Casado? He plays for Brighton? I'm not too sure. I, I get those um, countries confused a bit, but I think he plays for Brighton, Casado. C A. I see. Yeah. yeah, he plays for them. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Um, he plays for Brighton. He, he's, he's our rinsed. age. That makes you feel <laughs> old, bro. I know. It makes you feel like your life is worthless. Honestly, just watching really this guy does. just be at a World Cup. <laughs> uh, but no, he's um, he's very, he's very talented. He's dominated Man United a couple of times. I remember. You know, he's a player that Man United were actually linked to a couple of times. So he's a very talented player. But Ecuador, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them coming team. out of the group. They're not good. Um, probably the best best team in Group A, the Netherlands. Mm. Um, they've got quite a strong squad. Historically, they always, in my opinion, perform well in tournaments. I mean, if you go back to 2010, they made the final. When they make them, they didn't make the last World Cup. Yeah, but 2014, I think they did pretty well. Um, yeah, the, look, they've, they've got a good team. Yeah. They, um, I'm not too sure about their striking options. I'm not in well, the Well, they got... Um, Depay. Depay. They've got Depay, but he's in and out form. They've got Bergwijn. They've got, you know, they've got a couple decent players, but they I don't love their attack. Um, they've, but they've got a very sort of good base, you can say. Their base is really strong. They've got, obviously, Van Dijk, De Ligt. Um, they've got Frankie de Jong. They, they've got a very, very solid base, I feel. So, look, I think they're definitely a shoo-in to get out of this group. Um, and, yeah, uh, hopefully they'll... They'll do okay. Um, I like a lot of the Dutch players, so l- let's hope that uh, they do okay. And I think they'll easily progress yeah. out of this group. Obviously, uh, Man United legend managing them. But Louis they, yeah, the centre-backs are unbelievable. they got who, De Vries, Timber, De Ligt, Van Dijk. Van Dijk. I mean, the centre-back, oh, Daly Blind is in there maybe. So mm. they've got a lot of really, really good depth in that centre-back position, which is Sven Botman didn't even make the team, and he's been unbelievable for Newcastle. So, yeah, yeah it's a tough... It's re- it, it, you see a lot of these teams have certain areas like England at right back it's just unbelievable it's like the best in the world but at well, centre back we can't find anyone uh, to save our life well we can but Southgate doesn't pick them you don't pick them yeah, yeah. Um, okay moving on Qatar uh, no you suck no they're actually they're no, not even they that suck. bad yeah they suck no they're, they're the lowest ranked team in the tournament you'll be surprised when you chuck a lot of money at something you actually can do quite well um since they won the World Cup bit, or it might even be a bit before, they developed like this academy. They brought in a bunch of Qatar players, aka <laughs> just players from around the world that they try to naturalize into their country. Um, but yeah, they, they've developed a lot of a decent amount of talent. They've they won the 
Concacaf? No, the Asian. Concaf. No, they won the Asian World Cup, I think. Or something like that. They won a major uh, tournament. And they've got solid players, um, but they're not well-known because they play in Qatar. So they've got a couple good players. Um, they could put up a decent shock in the group, but I'm not, I won't say no, that they get out I of hope it. they lose just for the sake of Well, yeah, we, everyone um, hopes they lose because they're a skeething scumbag. Yeah. Just disgusting. Suck Qatar. Yeah, well, well we don't like Qatar because they've ruined the World Cup, essentially. Um, but I, I don't think they've got too bad of a team. Yeah. And final team in Group A, I think most people are picking this this country to come out of the group, uh, Senegal. I think yeah. they've, they've sort of come out of nowhere for me, Senegal, um, in terms of being good at least. Well, that's the thing. They've, it seems like they've come out of nowhere. But if you look at their, pl- their best players, they're all old. It's yeah. it's pretty funny. Um, Mane, Koulibaly, the standouts, obviously. They've got Mendy, I think. Mendy's yeah, a goal. Yeah, they've got Mendy. Um, so, yeah, they've got a couple good players here and there. Well, I think, yeah. Well, Mane's obviously under an injury cloud. Yeah, he's a main. Um, he's an unbelievable player. So he's a massive. If, if Mane's out for the for the group stages, I think they could easily not make it out of the group. Um, they got uh, Ismail Assar. Ismail Assar plays for Watford. Mm. Solid player. Um, so yeah, they, they've got a couple good players. But again, if Mane's out, I could. I think a team like Qatar or even Ecuador could could sort of mount an upset on them, and it could be a really tight sort of race for second. I think the Dutch will easily win the group, but it'll just be a race for second. If Mane's out, mm. if Mane's healthy um, and firing, um, they'll definitely get second, I think. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Group B. For sure. England. England. Can they win? Uh, no, they curse, they can't. Look, as much as I want to say yes, and I am going to say yes, that is absolutely goddamn right. England are winning the World Cup. It's coming home, baby. Um, no, we're not winning. <laughs> it's not happening for the simple fact that we have a terrible manager and we have major holes in this team. And history is not on our side. We're, we've got kind of a history of choking in big tournaments. Um, and look, and our form coming into the tournament wasn't great. But obviously, as an England fan, you've got to have faith. got to have faith, faith. Well, everyone, everyone's just like, faith, faith. Maguire's going to play, so we've just got faith in him. Everyone's sort of come to that conclusion. Well, we, just, we just got to back Why a plays is just an absolute joke. I mean, well, what you, are what you, you doing? You, well, Connor Cody basically got picked as a... Well, he plays a three-back. As, as a morale type of player, well, no, but so he, he's not going to play. He's a, he plays a three-back, Gareth. So you've got to look. John Stones and Carl Walker are shoe-ins for, that three, for two of yeah, those Carl three. Carl Walker's also under injury cloud. Yeah, to be fair, but he'll... he'll in terms of big games, in terms of the, the best team, Carl Walker will be in there. Um, and then it's just who plays on that left centre back role, um, which is going to be Maguire. God, God. Unless you put like Luke Shaw there or someone, but nah, Luke, he's traditionally put Luke Shaw further forward. Um, and I think he ne- he doesn't have a left back well, or a left winger there. Um, yeah, he could do, but uh, yeah, I just think that he'll pu- probably put L- Luke Shaw on the left hand side and put um, Trent on the right, or tri- he could put Trippier on the right actually. I think, yeah, that well, might be Trent's a Trent's been f- fucking terrible this year. Well, yeah, I think he loves Trippier. And Trippier's a, a quality right back, so I wouldn't or be surprised. you could put Eric Dyer. Oh, yeah, he'll, play, he'll probably play Eric Dyer at centre-back. I'd imagine that... Oh, I don't like to say it, but that's probably the best back three. Um, is Stones, Dyer, and Kyle Walker, which is not great. You could have had Tamori in there, but no, let's not have him in there. But look, in terms of the group... 
Um, I think we should win it. And if we don't, it's a goddamn embarrassment. I mean, <laughs> my God. If we let the Yanks beat us, it'd just be embarrassing. <laughs> this is the golden generation of Yanks. Is it? <laughs> I thought they said that 10 years ago with when they had Clint Dempsey and Tim Howard and all that guy. And Landon Donovan. He played for the yeah. LA Galaxy. What a well, player. <laughs> fuck off, you Yanks. Um, but yeah, he's a... They're a decent team. They've got Tyler Adams, who's a decent player. They've got Pulisic, who's the LeBron Ronaldo. James of soccer. Um, so yeah, the group is a joke, to be honest. Um, they've got some half-decent teams. Iran, Wales. But I just think England's got to top that group in terms of... If you look at the quality on paper. Um, and... The second, it's probably a group of death scenario for those other three teams because I think they're all relatively even. I think Iran is a bit yeah. underrated um, in terms of how good of a team they are um, and how well they've played. In terms of their ranking, they're actually, I think, higher than the other two, which is a bit surprising. But yeah, Wales, America, it's, it's a very interesting group in terms of who will uh, finish second, but I think yeah. England should mm-hmm. finish first. Yeah, England first. Um, Iran, I don't even know if I know a single player in their squad. Jalabakh, is that one of them? Jahanbakh, is it, did he play for them? It, it, I don't think it's very, their team's very well known, but in terms of rankings and who, and they're pretty, apparently in a good run of form. So, I mean, yeah. I don't watch well, Iranian football, but I've, what I'm told, it's a solid team. So I'm not going to pick him to come out of the group. Who are you picking, Wales? Um, yeah, I want to see Bale have a little... Have a little Swan Cinderella. Song. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take Wales to come out. Old Gareth, he's been sitting well, in they the don't beaches. Have, that's a problem. The team is just... You look at that team from the Euros where they made the semis. It's just not comparable. I, Aaron... Well, you still got because, Well, because Ramsey and Bale are so much worse than what they were at that tournament. Like, I... That, at that tournament, Aaron Ramsey was... Was he still playing for Arsenal? Was he still top? Yeah, he was still a good player for Arsenal. And... Gareth Bale was at Madrid, you know, and he was scoring Champions League hat-tricks or whatever, or Champions League bicycle kicks. You know, he was an unbelievable player still. So it's a, it's a bit of a tricky one for Wales. Uh, their team's a lot worse because their two best players are a lot worse. So we'll see. But Yeah, I'm going I, for Wales. I mean, America... I, I, think I have a feeling America... America, I think, are probably the favourites to come second. Um, but, you know, no one likes America, so... Yeah, fuck the Yanks. They, they win everything, so... Do they? Hopefully they, they don't win football. Yeah, well, apart from this. They or cricket. Everything. I didn't see them in the cricket well, they don't World play Cup. play cricket. Didn't see them in the Rugby League World Cup, did I? I'm sure if they wanted to, they would win. Well, they, they're they not in it, so yeah. I don't see them as dominant, are they? Okay, whatever. Um, okay, moving on. Group C. Start with Argentina. Argentina. Now, a lot of people I've seen are Favourites, picking Argentina yeah. to win. Um, obviously, this is Messi's Some last song, chance. Yeah. Um, a lot of people saying he needs to win a World Cup to be unanimously the GOAT. Uh, I think they've got a good squad. Um, they uh, they should come out of the group. It would be a travesty if they don't. But I don't know. I don't know if I can see them going all the way. It's just... Well, I've, I look at their team and it's just... It's very complete. And it's tough to say that it's definite. No, I mean, they've got... Emi Martinez in goal, who's a solid keeper. They've got Lissandro Martinez, Romero as centre-back. And what's his name? I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, they've got solid... I think pl- th- I think they're midfield. They've got Rodrigo De Paul, who's Messi's best mate in the midfield. They've got, obviously, Di Maria. They've got, you know, Lataro Martinez. They're a, they're a very, very solid team. Um, 
it's just mm. and I mean, the Dybala. thing with Argentina is Dabala just may just skim by the skin of his teeth got in the team, but yeah, it's a very very with Argentina, it's always been one guy and then a bunch of solid players around him. No, but they used to be fucking stacked up well, front. They, they, used have, the they used to have five of the best strikers. Well, they made the World, the World Cup final in Brazil, was it with yeah, Messi? So yeah, the, and they had a, a bunch of but solid players had, around him. Like they were trying to play Higuain, Aguero, and Messi like all yeah. together. Well, and the, Di Maria. but they've got. I think they've got a very well balanced team. They're obviously on a great run of form. What is it? 40 games or something. They've had an unbelievable yeah. unbeaten run. Um, so we'll see. But I, I just... Oh, there's something about me that doesn't want to pick them. Yeah. Maybe it's CR because I don't like me. Messi. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's that. But And he's made me hate the Champions League because he beat us twice in a, in a final. And it traumatized me. But yeah, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Who else is in Mexico? They're Mexico. always solid in World Cups. No, but they're shit this year. You ask Mexican fans, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> okay. They, they're, they're genuine, because they always make the round of 16. They're genuinely scared to get knocked out in the groups this year. So I don't think they'll get out. If you no. you ask a Mexican about it, they say no. So I'm going to trust the Mexicans. Okay. So what, so you think Poland comes out? Who's, who's the other team in the group? Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I think Poland might come out. Well, I mean, they've got they've got the guy in Lewandowski. Lewandowski, uh, obviously a big tournament for him. His last World Fabianski. Cup. Fabianski. They've got some solid. Chesney in goal. I thought they had Fabianski, didn't they? In goal. Yeah, Fabianski. Surely Chesney's better. Chesney. Uh, I think Fabianski's better. But anyway, that's by the by. Um, I think it's a, a solid team. It's a very much a one man team in terms of the golf and talent between Lewandowski and the yeah, rest. It's kind of like an Ibrahimovic Sweden team. But yeah. It's like an Ibra, uh, it's like an Ibra Sweden team. So an Ibra Sweden team always got out in the sec, always got into the knockout stages. So I think they'll make it through. That's okay. Wow. I'll, I'll, I think Mexico still get through. Really? Yeah. I mean, the, who have they got? They got a Le- bunch of Lozano. Oh, really? Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah, they got Lozano, um, Hector Herrera, Guardado. He's the captain. Guardado. Um, Ococha, Ococha, Ochoa. Remember, Ochoa. he was a beast in like twenty fourteen yeah. World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> look, he's no, he's a World Cup merchant. I mean, he's an unbelievable World Cup player. But he again, he's like fifty three, so I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So if Argentina don't win that group, they well, have it's had a shambles. shambles mate. Tournament. It's a shambles. Shambles. Moving on. Group D, the group of death. Um. Is it the group of death or yeah? Australia. Oh, no, this is not the group. This is the easiest group. <laughs> Australia. Ever. Now, everyone's counting them out. I think they get through. I think you're... the skin of their teeth. Honestly, if you think Australia are going to get through this group um, and you're not doing it out of, like, blind loyalty and you're doing it because you're genuinely, like, processing Australia and saying, you know what, and analysing them and saying, oh, this team can actually do things. Like if you genuinely think that, you should be put into a psychiatric Well, they're, they're coming off a win against Peru, which is a solid win. Oh, um, oh my God. What a win. That's what got them into the tournament, obviously. They, they beat Peru. Oh, my um, God. They're just going to beat France now. It's just sealed on. Yeah. Science sealed delivered. The World Cup's yours. So, yeah, I think they're, they're probably going to win all three games. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Finish God. on nine points, and then they'll go all the way. I mean, look at the shit in there. I mean, <laughs> look at it. What do you mean? You got Aaron Moy is your best player. He doesn't. He's on the bench for Celtic. Um, we got this kid, Garang Kual. He's eighteen. He yeah, well, yeah, he, he plays. Uh, he just signed for Newcastle, so he's talented. But he again, he doesn't. He, he, he's eighteen, uh, and he's not. 
He's not setting the world on fire. We got the cum dog. The cum dog. Jason Cummings. <laughs> oh, God. He, didn't he get kicked out of Kilmarnock or something? Or Hibernian? He did. I don't know. What? We got a few decent players. No, you don't. You have no one. <laughs> yeah, we do. Absolutely nobody. I've never seen a worse team. It's well, hilarious. Well, watch, watch this worst team destroy. It's not going to do anything. Um, okay, well, we, we different opinion there. Moving on, Denmark. Most people think Denmark will get out of the group. Yeah, they uh, went to the Euro semis, yeah. Christian Eriksen and Damsgaard. other players, I guess. Well, they got Damsgaard is another one. Um, Schmeichel, is he still kicking yeah, about? Schmeichel's um, still going. Jesus, he got old quick. Well, he was always a bit old. Um, but yeah, look, he's a... Oh, <laughs> you mean Peter Schmeichel? Yeah, he's a bit old. Um, but yeah, he's a... It's a solid team, and they went to the Euro semis. They're a good team. They've improved a lot over recent years, so I think they'll definitely finish second in that shithole of a group. Um, yeah, I think they. I think they finished second too in that group. Now uh, we move on to France, the defending champions. They're winning the group. They're winning the group. Do you know what the winners' curse is? I don't care what they the winners can't curse come is. out. They've the got group. Australia in their group. They can't come. I don't out care the group. what it is. It well, they can't. It's the, physically impossible. They could play. They're 20th team, and they'd still beat Australia. They can't, though, because they're cursed. That's the issue. I don't care if they're cursed. I don't care. Well, they are. It's impossible to be cursed that much. It's impossible. No, it's How is it possible for Spain to not make it out of the group, or Germany to not make it out of the group? Because they had competent pl- Or Italy to not make them. it out of the group. Competent teams around them. Australia no. is terrible. Who's the other team in the group? Uh, Tunisia. Wow. If they get Tunisia knocked out shocking. by Australia and Tunisia, no, that would be no. It would be Denmark and Australia. Yeah, if they get knocked out by Australia or Tunisia, that would be the biggest shambles I have ever seen in my life. Well, get ready. Everybody get ready. and their mother should be sacked from that team. <laughs> the coat. The dinner you lady should not it. keep you the job. You can't blame it. The curse no, is no, real. No, no, no. You can't blame the it. The dinner anything. lady does. She shouldn't keep her job. The cleaners, no, they're they're sacked. Anybody, the kit manager, anybody that has stepped foot in that building does not deserve to have a job for the rest of their life if they lose to either Australia or Tunisia. It's just what can you do? I mean, they're they're light on depth, France. This I don't this care tournament. if they're light on your mum. Okay, they're not fuck. They're not losing to Australia or Tunisia. It's not possible. It's physically not possible. Uh, I can't. Okay, whatever you say. I can't. No, I can't put it any clearer to you. Tunisia. Who's their best player? Maybury. I don't know. He got, he got kicked out of Arsenal. They're not going to play for Birmingham. They're not going to lose to Tunisia. I already said that. To, oh, to Australia. Okay, yeah. Who have you got? Uh, we already went through it. Okay, who's your who's your player of the tournament for Australia then? Because they're winning the World Cup apparently. Who's uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. Yep. <clears throat> got kicked out of Brighton. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Oh, God. I mean, you can't play for Brighton. I mean, it's embarrassing. He play, he, when he puts on the green and gold. Puts on the green and gold. He concedes a hundred like goals. Dan, he's like Dan Gago in origin. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think Australia have made out of the group when he's been the keeper. Yeah. So this doesn't mean he's, he's he's bang average then. Um, look, no way, no how that France don't remember. Get out of the you group. know we played. Fran- French. You know, you know we, we played France in the last World Cup, and we basically drew with them. Right, your and team is worse from that tournament. You know, not really. It is. 
You lost Yedinak? Yedinak. He was your best player. Because, you know why? Because he was the only one that scored goals because you could only score goals from penalties. Yeah, but anyone can score a penalty. He's just the one that took it. Yeah. He's the only one that scored goals in the entire tournament for you. Yeah, and we basically drew with France doing that. Oh, God. You didn't score a single goal that wasn't a penalty. I don't... Yeah, so? I don't get how you... Better than not scoring a goal. It's not. It is. Well, yeah, but marginally. It's like, well... It doesn't mean anything, though. You Did you finish last in that group? Um, I think so. I don't know. Because you lost to Peru. Maybe. Anyway, you're not making out of anyway. the group. Um, yeah, well, France is my second team anyway. So if Australia do lose, I will be supporting them the rest of the tournament. Uh, they're a little bit light on depth. They, they're they missing Kante and Pogba. So their midfield's a bit skinny. Um, so a little bit worried about them in terms but of... But they're going to have to play French players. Going back to back. What do you mean? They're going to have to put French players in the team. Is that what you mean? Yeah, but they don't really have any other good midfielders. Um, Rabio, Rabio. He's been solid for them. Look, mate, you could put fucking Timbuktu in that midfield and he'd still beat Australian yeah, Tunisia. Yeah, okay, but once they're out of the group, um, then what? I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're winning the World Cup. I, yeah, I do I do think their depth is a bit less. Um, They lost Nkunku, um, who's yeah, in a great form. He probably wasn't getting the team anyway. No, he was he was in. He's on unbelievable form. Yeah, but he's not going to get in over Benzema or Mbappe. He could play on the right. Could he? Yeah, he could. He play, I mean, he plays in like more of a centre forward role and a cam role in uh, Leipzig, so he could definitely get in the team. Um, Camavinga, they've got in the midfield as well, so they've got plenty of players. France, but it's just not as stacked as the last World Cup. Like in the last World Cup, I everyone said, "Oh, they're winning it." I said it. They're winning it before the st- tournament even mm. started. I mean, the depth that they had at every position and the world-class players. And Ferran. Ferran, he's injured. Nobody's coming back, though, apparently. Deschamps said he we'll see. could be fit for the first game. So that's interesting for France. A good development for them anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think France... Don't think they'll win it, but I think they'll be solid. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on to Group E. Costa Rica, Swiper Visa, 17. But I'm going to be a millionaire. Drift to being a bloody sneak. Yeah, that song? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they're not doing anything. Costa Rica? Costa Rico. Do you remember they had like that massive run in like... No, um I don't. Oh, they had... Uh, Are you talking about Colombia? No, Costa Rica. They had Joel Campbell and stuff. And it was... I think it was 20... They came up against Netherlands in uh, a penalty shootout in like the quarters or something. They meant all the way to the quarters or something. Um, but yeah, Costa Rica. Um, they got Navas in goal. Kalon Navas, yeah, he's probably their only good player. So, yeah, they're not doing anything in this tournament. Um, okay, Germany, the big bad Germans. Oh, uh, I actually I like just can't get the, f- the fucking Qatar fans out of my head. It's just, Germany! <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they got Rudiger at centre-back, you know, could be his relatives. Yeah, he's solid. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like their squad. Yeah, they've got a decent team. It's basically just the Bayern team. But, again, <laughs> their strike force, I doubt heavily. Havertz and Werner. Hey, ain't no way, boy. I've seen them play football. Yeah, we got Sané. We, you, said, you, I said like you, know, you, you said we. No, I said you. I think you said we. No, I, well, uh, I but um, Sana, yes, solid player. But Muller, yeah, solid player. But um, somehow Goethe made the team. Well, he's playing. Where's he playing? Benfica or somewhere uh, around there? Eintracht Frankfurt. Eintracht Frankfurt. That's the one. Um, yeah, he's a look. It's a solid team. But again, England played them in the Euros. Didn't have a lot of bite to them. Um, they they played Werner in Havertz, like I said. I don't rate them particularly well. I just don't. I don't think that they've got the 
the firepower. They've got solid players. They've got Goretzka in the team. Kimmich. Kimmich, Goretzka. Really solid players, but... Nabry. Um, well, Nabry, yeah. They, look, they've got winging, winger options, but I just think in terms of down the middle... Musiala, he's a prodigy, isn't he? Yeah, Musiala. They've got... Look, they've got great wingers, but I just don't think they've got that pure f- strike force. I, I know Sane... Sane's more of a creator. Um... And I just don't think they've got that direct striking option that's just going to take them over the top for me personally. But look, they could definitely win it. I think they've got the talent. But um, yeah. yeah, worst teams have won it. Worst teams have won. Okay, it. yeah. Well, they they should definitely come out of the group. Uh, Japan, they're always a solid World Cup team. Uh, Kasuki Honda back in the day, he always used to get them out. Of the he group. plays in the A League, doesn't he? Is he still playing? The victory, yeah. Oh wow, the victory. Um, but yeah, I mean they've got some solid players. They got the uh, Arsenal defender. Um, What's his name? Tommy Asu. He's solid. Um, but yeah, I don't think they get out of the group because uh, Spain is also in this group. Oh, is this a group of death? Hang on, what, who's, who's in this group? Spain, Germany, Japan, and Costa Rica. Well, yeah, this is a group of death, 100%. Um, Spain, Japan, Germany. That's a really, really good group. Spain have got a solid team. Um well, Spain, a little bit of a controversial squad selection as uh, Luis Enrique hates anyone with experience, apparently. Or De Gea. Um, De Gea, most, more specifically, but yeah. Yeah, well, and Thiago and Ramos. Did you not pick Thiago? Yeah. They, that guy's a frigging... Jo- you know, he's doing a Twitch stream as well. He's like doing a Twitch... After like games, he's going to comment on like match analysis. I'm like, buddy, <laughs> how about you pick a team that can win a fucking game? How about that? You pick friggin' a Brentford goalkeeper over David De Gea. That's disrespectful. Um, yeah, yeah, that is a little bit questionable. But yeah, no, they've got a decent team. I just don't... Again, Spain, it's the same thing. I don't really think they've got that much bite in them. Um, yeah. Got, what Ferran Torres and, you know, Morata and that that that, that sort of crop of players. So we'll, we'll see. But again... Who who's mm. your standout players for you um, that you see? Well, I mean, in Spain, always their midfield is strong. Well, they got the, uh, they got those Gabi, young yeah they, they got those young uh, Barcelona boys and Gavi and Pedri. So I, I think their future Rodri. World Cups is probably looking at they're probably looking at their future World Cups. To yeah, be fair. I mean their their midfield's always incredible, but they they lack a little bit defensively, I think, and it's in attack and now obviously in goals without De Gea. Mm. Um Busquets, he's he's old. He's, oh, he's God, not, how did he make it over Thiago? That is a he's friggin' prob- he's probably gonna be their C D M and he's not really great at the uh DM part of his job anymore. So Rodri's their C D M. Oh uh, well Busquets is captain, so he's gonna be in the team. If you pick Busquets over Rodri at this point in his career, that that's a frig- that's a oh wait. I wouldn't be surprised with Enrique at this point, but still. Yeah, still. Oh, well, they they picked Ansu Fadi. That's interesting. Ansu, um, Soler, yeah, Danny Olmo. They, they just got a bunch of gadget players. They just don't have, I don't think, an out and out good player. Um, but yeah, we'll mm. see. Yeah, but they, I, do you th- I think they get out of the group. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, oh, actually, Japan's a tough team. Japan is a really really they solid are, team. They they just they grind you out and sort of get a goal at the end sometimes. They'll, they'll surprise you. I think. Spain and Germany should be on the lookout for... I think Germany will get out, but I'd, I think it'll be between Japan and Spain, definitely, to get out. Yeah, okay. Group F, uh, we'll start with Belgium. The now. perennial disappointments of the tournament. Well, the, yeah, the team is... that's always ranked in the top three, but always seems to so, drop out of the quarters. Mm, so this is their golden generation, definitely. And now well, It's I, the last road for them. Yeah, the last chance for sure. Um, a lot of ageing players at this point. And I do think this is probably their... 
weakest team. Well, yeah, because in the last, yeah, in the last sort of four years, Hazard's decline is probably main reason to that. Um, Lukaku isn't great, obviously. He's looking real chubby as a reason as well. Um, but Courtois probably top three goalkeeper in the world. You could argue, obviously, could argue best. You got De Bruyne, arguably best player in the world. So you've still got unbelievable players. Um, but I think it's it's kind of what Spain and Germany have, and Belgium don't, is the fact that Spain and Germany have a lot of good players in terms of filler players, in terms of squad depth. They can put one guy in, he'll do a job. Belgium yeah. have got stars. They're top-heavy for sure. But they've got no depth. I mean, they'll play friggin' Woot Feyers. Simon Mignolet's in this. They've got Yuri Tielemans. Look, they've got solid players. Trossard. Carrasco. See, they'll be playing Carrasco and Torgan Hazard. They'll, they'll be playing those types of players, which are solid players, but I just don't think they're quality enough to sort of take you over the edge in a World Cup scenario. But look, could this be Belgium's year? I just Probably not. It's kind of, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on... Hang on, what's it? Fool me one time, shame, shame on you. Fool, fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, let okay, it rain yeah. on you. It's kind of that sort of deal. Um... I'm not going to get fooled again. The chopper's been loaded for, for Belgium. Belgium. Um, yeah, but still, they should get out of the group, definitely. Uh, Canada. This is basically Alfonso Davies or bust, I think. He's coming off an injury as well. Yeah, they're, they're bust. Yeah, bust. They've got Jonathan David, who's a really, really solid player, but that's it. they got no one else. Absolute nobodies. Um, yeah, your yeah. best player cannot be a left back. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, still, he's a, he's a good guy. He streams. Crotia. Crotia. Croatia coming off a demolition job of England in the last World Cup. Oh god, don't um, don't remind me. Can they do it again? I don't think so. No, that team's a lot older. Um, look, they still got Kovacic and Brozovic, Modric. They got a the, lot of the itches. Um, all the itches, it seems. But they, again, they don't have Mandzukic anymore. They don't have Rakitic. They don't. Yeah, they don't have Rakitic anymore. It, it's a shell of a team that they were in 2018. Their 2018 was probably their best team. Um, so, yeah, I just don't think they're that solid. They might get out of the group, but I, I passed that. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, I think they get out of the group. They're, they're definitely the second-best team in this group. But, yeah, would not be expecting another second. Well, who's the fourth team in the group? Uh, Morocco. they got Hakimi. That's about it. Uh, same thing with Canada. This is a weak group. Mm. they got, yeah. They have a couple other. I thought other people were saying they were decent. Who else do they have? Oh, they got Ziyech. Yeah, they got Ziyech, Hakimi, but Ziyech is not in good form at all. Um, and Hakimi's a right back. So, and it, look, he's a great offensive right back, but he, he ain't he ain't winning World Cup games by okay. himself. All right. And then moving on to Group G. Now, this is the betting favourite for the tournament. Yeah, it's my favourite. Brazil. Favorite. They're your favourite? Yeah. They just, top to bottom, they've got quality. It's just, look, you look at the team, Fred... God, look at him. Fred. <laughs> but no. In all of his glory. Hallis, you got Allison, Marquinhos. They I have mean, to have the best goalkeeper depth with Edison and Allison. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They've got Allison. Um, their, wing, their left and right backs are a lot to be desired. I think Danilo and Alex Tellers, which is. And a bit, Danny Alves. And Danny Alves, <laughs> which is a bit dodgy. But um, they've got Thiago Silva and Marquinhos in the centre back. I mean. Thiago well, Silva's 38. How can he still be He's good? still unbelievable. Um, you've got Casemiro. Like just, I mean, I could go on Neymar. They got so much depth in so many different positions. Vinicius, Vinicius Jr., who's in unbelievable form. Fabinho, uh, Gabriel Jesus, um, Anthony, Anthony. He's obviously not going to play. Yeah, uh, no, he plays on the right. They don't have a lot of right wingers, so he might play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Richarlison was a bit of a controversial one, but yeah. Martinelli. It's just, I might, maybe like a fictional sort of thing that I've made up in my mind, but I just think, you know, that their culture and their very, com- the, the camaraderie that the team has together, I think it's a very sort of, uh, well, it's very, they're very close and I feel like uh, that will suit them well, but they've also got the talent to back it up. You see a lot of players, or a lot of teams that have maybe the, the talent but don't have the camaraderie and you see a lot of teams that have the camaraderie but don't have the talent to make it all the way. I think Brazil have both and they've, I mean, you could argue they've got the best in position in multiple, they've got best in the world in multiple positions. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a, not show in, but I think they're my definite, definite favourites for sure. Yeah, they haven't sure. won it. How, when was the last time they won it? 2002. Yeah. See that knowledge? The R9. Off the dome. Um, the dome. Yeah, I think they made the semis in 2014. But that's when they got pumped by Germany, like seven-one or whatever it was. Yeah, lovely. Um, but yeah, that I think this that is, was that home World Cup as well. Yeah, home World Cup, and that was when like uh, David Louise was crying. Oh, that's hilarious. He embarrassed himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're definitely one of the favorites, uh, and f- they should get out of this group. Uh, moving on, Cameroon. Uh, it used to be. No Samueletto, so... Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Used to be the only African team you knew because of Samueletto. Um Yeah, no African team is really doing anything in this tournament, I don't think. Um, I know that's tough to say, but maybe Senegal could do something, but I, I just don't think Cameroon have the quality at all. They just look shocking. Yeah, Cameroon probably not going to do much. Uh, Serbia got... Um, Mitro. All right. Mitro. Mitrovic. Mitrovic, yeah. Um, they have a lot of itches as well. Yeah, a lot of itches. Uh, Tadic, do they have Tadic? Um, Tadic in the team? They got Rakicic, Kostic, Vlahovic. Oh, let me have well, they got Vlahovic. I d- it's tough know. to remember all these itches. Um, uh, I don't see a Tadic. Uh, mm, they got some decent players. Mitrovic, obviously, like we said. Tadic is right there. Yeah, Vlahovic from Juve. Vlahovic. So, yeah, that looks strikers-wise. Uh, they're solid. Um, Luka Jovic. Milinkovic, Savic. Yeah, Milinkovic, Savic, Savic is a good player. Look, they could get out of the group. So you've got quality players in there, but it's just, again, the depth is the main issue. Yeah. Um, and then Switzerland. The Swiss. They, Granite Xhaka. Yeah, and Shakiri. they're still... Shakira. Feels, like, feels like they've been Baby, the only two players. No, Shakira, not Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. Banana, banana. Sweet in the yeah. sounds of my body. Okay. I, I think that's enough for the song. On my hips, don't lie. Okay, yeah. Um, do you think they get out of the group? No, I think so. Really? I, I favor Serbia over them. Oh. I know Jack is in good form, but. I'll take Switzerland. You got Sommer, who's a solid player as well, but. I just don't think that they're that good. Mbolo. Briel Donald Mbolo. Um, yeah, well, I'll take Switzerland to come out. Okay, moving on. Final group. Oh, this is actually... Tournament. I think Ghana's probably the best African nation, actually. Well, Ghana used to be good. I remember in 2010 they had a good tournament. Yeah. Uh, Asamoah Gyan. And then Luis Suarez, a fucking Andre dirtbag that he is, handballed it on the line and like a bitch. Didn't yeah. take the loss like a man. But anyway... That's by the by. Um, look, they actually, they did kind of similar thing to Qatar. They naturalized a lot of, hey, buddy, 
You're not playing for England. How about you play for us? Um, so Lamptey, I think they've got Hudson-Odoi as well. Um, so yeah, they got a couple of um, English players. Anarchy Williams. Anarchy Williams they got from Spain. Um, so yeah, they got it. They they looked at the team. They're like, we're not doing anything. Let's uh, <laughs> knock. Let's look at ancestry. dot com. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do some research, fellas. And they somehow find the great great grandmothers, dogs, parents, sisters, mothers, cousins, boyfriends, mm. high school teacher um, that was related. They found those these deep relatives to ensure Very these impressive. players uh, played for Ghana. And look, there are. Solid team and Wait, Andre Ayu's still playing. Well, oh, they got really? a good team. I think Thomas Partey as well. Um, in goal, uh, in Jordan Ayu, in centre mid. You know, they look that they could Thomas definitely Parkey. be a su- surprise. So, um, they got a lot of a lot of solid players. Lamptey's very underrated. He's a very good right back, but just couldn't get any game time because England have got thirty right backs. Um, so yeah, mm. we'll see. Solid, solid squad, I guess. And then uh, we get on to Welcome. the favourites. <laughs> Uh, Ronaldo, Portugal. Um, now the, probably the most uh, talked about squad. Oh, I guess as of recent, as absolutely, absolutely. Um, do you want to have a, a spiel on Ronaldo? Well, Ronaldo, buddy. Um, what you doing, man? Uh, look, I think most Man United fans would agree with ninety nine percent of what you're saying. I, but again, we've all known this for so long. You don't have to keep on reminding us, hey. The Glazers don't invest money. Like, cool, bro. We knew that for about 20 years. Um, the the way that the, the, the interview, the part of the interview that lost me was the fact when he sort of went in on Ralph Ragnick, Wayne Rooney, and Eric Ten Hag. I just thought it was, you're not going to get supported from you. I know he said that Man United fans were the best in the world and he was t- saying that he's doing this for the fans. You're not going to get on the Man United fans' Uh, support. You're not going get, to get their support if you rinse the current manager and legends of the football club. You're, you're just not going to do well, it. But Wayne Rooney was like criticizing Wayne Rooney him. is a bigger Man United legend than you are. Yeah, but yeah, but he was responding to Wayne Rooney's criticism. But it wasn't criticism. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't... Um, Wayne, Wayne Rooney didn't criticize him. He just said that he probably needs to accept that he's... It, it's For his, t- his current part of his career, it's probably better suited if he's on, on the bench, if he's contributing off the bench. Which is completely a decent and not a criticism even. It's just a comment that he was asked about for Man United. Um, and then he went in on his looks um, and just said that he wasn't his friend. And it, it just seemed very bitter. And then the Ralph Ragnick thing, he just made him just make... Basically made him look like a beta. Just said that he had no right to coach uh, Man United. Which, look, I didn't agree with the interim role at the time for any manager. Man United, because we can go out and get any manager we want. Um, we should be going out and getting any 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 manager that we want because we're Man United. But yeah, I didn't agree with the role, but I think Ralph Ragnick didn't do anything wrong in his time. He said that he was a director of football when he's actually a lot more than that. He was a manager. Um, he did lead a German. I can't remember what German side, but he le- led them to a couple of promotions in a row. Um, I think he was manager of Leipzig at some point. It, he's a very um, accomplished manager in his own right to say that he had no managerial exper- experience and he was just a, basically a sporting director. I think it's a very unfair comment. Um, and yeah, he just the Ten Hag thing. He said that he didn't have any respect for him, and it's like, buddy, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? You tell. I'd get because you're trying to leave Man United, but 
I don't know if this is the way to go if you're going to try and keep the fans on your side. It's just probably the most shocking. I mean, I was on the way to work and I just saw it. I'm like, damn. That was probably the most shocking thing I've ever seen um, in terms of an interview from a from a player that it's, currently... It's bloody Piers Morgan enough. He currently yes. played... You played... You were captain last week and you're saying all that. It's just... It, it was shocking. I couldn't believe that... I thought it was fake quotes. I didn't realise it was real until I saw him, the words come out of his mouth. Um, so, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's a very, very well, tricky... Ronaldo's... He's got the biggest ego in the world, so... Oh, of course. You sit him on the, the bench. Definitely the biggest ego in football. Um, I'll say that for free. Um... But yeah, in terms of the World Cup squad, they got a solid team. Look, in terms of depth, they're definitely up there. Um, One of the best Portugal teams he's he's been on, for sure. Oh, 100%. You could argue the best. Um, you know, you've got a lot of players hitting their peak at the moment. Uh, Ruben Diaz in defence. Cancelo. Uh, you've got Bernardo Silva. You've got Bruno Fernandes. Um, João Felix coming up. João Felix, he's not in greatest form. You know, he plays for Athletic, but... Look, he's got a very, very solid team around him. Um, and look, I, I think Ronaldo's probably wishing, God damn, I wish I was, you know, six or seven years younger when I was with these group of guys and not with, you know, the shit I was, I was with before. Charisma. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're definitely a contending team. I, I think you would be lying to say otherwise. And look, as much as I dislike Ronaldo for the comments, um, I, I still hope if England don't win it that he'd win it. Um, that's yeah, probably still a fanboy. I'm not a fanboy. He's just, he's a legend. So he's, you know, he made me love football. So I can't, I've got to show support for him, you know? Yeah, same. For what, sure. are you, what are your opinions? Um, I think they, I think they get out the group, definitely. Obviously, I, I want to see, just for the culture, I want to see Portugal Argentina final. Um, I think everyone would like to see that, really. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think in terms of Ronaldo at Man United, the relationship was already fucked, it was already over. He's just come out now and made made it all public, which I guess takes it to another another level. But they were trying to move him anyway. He wanted out. He they weren't lying. trying to move him. He, he again. Well, no he, li- he lied they, a they, bit. They were trying to move him, but well, no one trying wanted to mo- no one wanted him. He, he lied a bit. He's saying he, he was forced out the club, mate. You wanted to leave. Uh, let's be completely frank here. Yeah. Um You were the one that put in a transfer request. You were the one that wanted to leave. Um, I think Tarek. You said Eric Ten Hag disrespected you and said that he was the one pushing you out when in reality he publicly came out when he first got appointed to say that, of course, he'd love to work with Cristiano. He's one of the best players in the world. I'd love to have him in my team. Uh, But the problem started when you, you know, when you put in a transfer request. You wanted out. You, You were the one that wanted to leave and go to a Champions League club and sort of compete. And look, that's completely fine to sort of realize. And look, I can blame the board for not letting you go and, um, keeping you at Manchester United when you clearly didn't want to be here. But, yeah, look, you can't just outright lie and say stuff like that. It's just not true. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's probably for the best. Man United, they're still fucking shit anyway. They're, they're a long World way from where Cup. they once were. <laughs> the World Cup, you know, it's a much-needed break for everyone, I think. Um, but this is kind of like... But, yeah, and also the timing of it as well. We just played a final Premier League game I show speed was there to meet you. Um, but yeah, we just had an unbelievably upbeat win. We'd won in the last minute. Our youngster had come through, scored an unbelievable goal in the last minute to win the game away from home just before the World Cup, put us on, out on a high um, and just make everyone feel so much more relieved going into that break. And then not even two hours later, 
like clips of this uh, interview. Well, yeah, well, they knew what, they knew what they were doing when they released the clips. Yeah, the interview wasn't obviously recorded then. Yeah, so, so it, and right. it was released right after yeah. the game. Like, come on, man! It just, and it just put such a, a shit mood over the entire club when it was on an, in an upbeat mode. And look, I want the Glazers out more than anybody. But nothing you can do if they're not out by now. They're not. Well, getting it's pretty. Out. It's pretty insane that you haven't even met Ronaldo, like the the biggest player of all time. You don't even bother to go and meet him when he's at your club. Well, everyone knows that. But look, nothing's going to get the Glazers out other than money. But that's just frankly what it is. You're not going to get the Glazers out unless you massively overpay for Manchester United. They have put up with so much warranted shit for ever and. To say to say now, oh, Ronaldo could be the change. Man United fans have been protesting the Glazers for nearly twenty years, around seventeen years now. That's a that's a long ass time to sit there and just take it. Um, and they're taking it because they're making a shit ton of money off it. And the only way to sort of get them out is to overpay for them. And I just don't think uh, any. You know, any person with the sound mind is going to be like, "Yeah, let's play. Let's pay eight billion pounds to these guys, and then put inherit hundreds of millions of pounds of debt on top of that." You know, I just don't think anyone's doing that. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, actually, Portugal kind of have some internal conflicts potentially going on. You see the oh, uh, Bruno, the Bruno thing, and then the there was was a Jacques Cancelo on the training pitch. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if Jacques and cared about the Man United thing, but I think no. But there was like an incident with Ronaldo. Yeah, I yeah that well, that, I did see that, but I think the Bruno Fernandes they, they try to put out. Oh no, it's about him being late. I'm like, bro, the interview just came out two hours ago. It's not that wasn't like oh you're late. Oh bro, what did you catch your boat? Usually, bro? You, usually did you, you catch smile. your boat, bro? Like oh fuck, bro, they why weren't are you smiling. So late? They're they like were, they weren't smiling or laughing. Like, there you go. <laughs> That's well, a strange way to react to a joke. It's like. Yeah, right. that was not what was happening. They're trying to put out like the fucking positive news, and they're like, "I think we can all be frank here. Bruno was a bit pissed off that you made those fucking comments, or you made, did a full tell-all interview two hours after they just won a game, and where you mm. were apparently sick." So let let's be frank here. He quit on the t- he Bruno probably sees it as he quit on the team, and he you know tr- just put them in the mud and threw them under the bus. So yeah. I think he yeah. was a. I think that could be a major conflict. I think Ronaldo. I don't think the timing was great for him, or Manchester but United. Th- well, this you is can see of... this could negatively affect Portugal in the World Cup. Yeah, because it's not like Portugal don't have any Man United players. They got Delo, Bruno Fernandes, who are shoo-ins to start, um, and that could take ma- create a major rift in that mm. in that in that but team. This, this is kind of like his. Like, there's a lot riding on this World Cup for Ronaldo for him to show that he actually can still play. At a high level. Oh, yeah. Because he's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah. He's going to start. Because if anyone's going to take a flyer on him, like Chelsea or another European club, he has to Well, I think that's how he views it. I think he's trying to create his separation now so that Man United have no choice but to release him. And then if he performs at the World Cup, uh, top club will come in for him. That's how he kind of... I think he probably views it. But I think he's got that much back... Are you going to take it if you're... Sporting director were like, oh, well, we can't sit him on the bench. He can't be on the bench for one game. And then he's going to just make an interview <laughs> with Piers Morgan. I mean, it, it's kind of like, it was accepted. His ego was accepted because he was so great. But now yeah. that he's not as great, it's not accepted. So, and that's why he has no suitors. I mean, if 
if you looked at just if he was a bit more humble, I don't know how to put it. <laughs> a bit more like Messi. No, no, but <laughs> Messi also has a arrogance. But if he changes mentality, you know, like Melo did with the yeah. See, Melo in the NBA, he couldn't get a job to save his life, but and he, nobody wanted him because uh, he still had that mentality like I'm the superstar. But then when he changed his mentality, he, ha- he extended his NBA career by three to four years because teams were willing to take a chance. I mean, he produced very... I mean, for the La- the Lakers were terrible, but he still produced for them. He produced for Portland as well. So I think if Ronaldo were to change his sort of uh, mentality on it and accept more of a Danny Alves role in the team, uh, you know, maybe not to that extent, but more of a supportive role and sort of a mentor role than I'm the superstar role, I think many clubs would take a flyer on him. I think you'd have mm. likes of Dortmund take a flyer on him. I think you'd have just many uh, Bayern. You'd have, uh, I think, a couple of Premier League clubs. I, I think you'd have a lot of teams. If he was willing to accept an interchanging role, I, I think a lot of teams would take a flyer on him because he still ha- is a solid player and he still has obviously a lot of experience in football and he has that winning mentality. So uh, I don't think he's a terrible player and he, he's not good enough to play on a top-level team. But yeah, he just he needs to sort of adjust his uh, psyche in order mm. to in order to do that. But anyway, we'll see. But the team moving on. Uh, f- next team, South Korea. Kuming uh, Son. That's about it. <sighs> yeah, potentially injured as well. So, yeah, well, they've got nothing. Uh, and then finally, Uruguay, probably the next best team in the group. Uh, Uruguay. Who, again. who else? Hang on, who's in the group? Portugal, Uruguay, South Korea, and Ghana. Ghana. It's, oh, this might be the group of death, actually. This is a really, really? top... Uruguay are a top, top... Te- you look at the size of Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay is solid. And they've got tiny population, tiny country, but they produce these unbelievable players. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, they've got, obviously, Cavani and Suarez are still in the team. It's definitely their last World Cup for them. Um, but they've also got guys like Darwin Nunes. Valverde. Um, uh, Valverde as well. Um uh, is Muslera still there? Yeah, Godin's still there. So yeah, Araujo is a solid player for Barcelona. Um, Caceres, yeah. Yeah, so th- they've got a really, really solid team. Uh, they've got Jimenez, I think. The centre-back. Starts mm, with a G. Yeah, um, So yeah, I, they've got a solid team. Um, we'll see if they can... I think they always get out of the group. It's just whether they can sort of... Do that, you know, the, what was it, 2010 with Diego Forlan? Yeah, won the Golden Boot. Vibes, yeah, the Diego Forlan vibes. I think maybe they could do that, but yeah, let's see. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's the uh, World Cup end of the group stages. Well, yeah. In essence, Eng- football's coming home. Um, and coming football's home. not coming home. England are going to be in tears again. Ronaldo's winning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, moving on. Okay. Um, do you want to just give your, just give a prediction for a Golden Boot? Golden Boot? Do you want me to do the typical? Ah, uh, I might do a bit of out of a box one. The viewers are just clicking off. <laughs> the silence. Ooh, um, ooh, um, ooh. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm gonna go Neymar. I'm gonna go Neymar. Neymar. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna do a Brazilian player, but I, I didn't, didn't know if I wanted to be a bit more out there. Um, and do like a 
Anthony or a Gabriel Jesus, Jesus yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just think Neymar's going to probably play every game. Um, and he's going to score a shit ton of goals because I think Brazil are going to win the World Cup. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll probably go with... Um, I don't know. CR7? I, I, I just want to go with Ronaldo, yeah. But Bruno Fernandes? No, not Bruno. Jesus. Bruno Fernandes? Not Bruno Fernandes. Uh, I'll go with... Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. But he's always yeah. underperformed for Mutual France. friends, me and Karim have. Um, Why? Because you're both French. Uh, my, co- my, fr- my coach was mates with him. Your coach was mates with him? Yeah. What coach? My soccer coach. Oh, in year seven. Oh, yeah. So your year seven no, soccer coach. No, my coach in, when I was in France. Oh, oh, sorry, even worse. Your year, what was it, Four? Yeah, around there. Oh, okay, so your year four soccer coach knew Kareem Benzema. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got mutuals. I like that. Oh, do you talk to this soccer coach? No. So but I'm sure, if, I'm sure if I reached out. Sure if you reached out. <laughs> hey, buddy, could uh, you get me a meeting with me and Kareem? Who, who is this? <laughs> oh, uh, I was a player for you. <laughs> you remember me? I, was, I, was, I, was, I was Australian. <laughs> yeah. I was Australian. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what they called me. <laughs> Australia, like just like Australia. <laughs> what does that mean in French? Australian. <laughs> no, it means shithole. It means worst player yeah, in the team. They, they Were you the worst player in the team? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Who was the worst? I definitely wasn't the best, but who was the worst? Um. Oh, geez, what position? Rack my brain on names, but no, you don't have to do names. What position do you play? Um, probably like mid, centre back or mid. Oh. Why didn't you play? Well, that? I just did. The, I was just so nervous. So all I did is, as soon as I get the ball, I just sprinted down the sideline, and then I went. When I got to the box, I just crossed it in because, like, that was I could do that, and it was safe. So that's all I did, pretty much. I was too wow, scared. One to do dimensional, very one dimensional. But um, they were like, "Yeah, good job, good job, good job, good job." So I, must I, was have, I must have been good at doing that. Uh, but yeah, uh, who cares about that? Uh, we'll move on. Uh, quick little UFC review from the past week. Big card obviously went down. A uh, few upsets, uh, well, one upset really, not much else. But a uh, big card, I guess. Did you watch it? You get a chance. I to don't have any money, so I well, watch no, the highlights. Yeah, no one watches it live unless you go to a pub. But um, well, I saw Adesanya got upset. Um, yeah. So, uh, in the main event, obviously Pereira beat Adesanya, technically making him three and zero against him because th- he he beat him twice in kickboxing before the UFC. Uh, the fight itself was was quite entertaining, way above average for a usual Adesanya fight, which is usually just a jab and leg kick fest. Um, but yeah, Adesanya was winning the fight 3-1 going into the fifth. So all he had to do was survive, really, and he, and he defends his belt. And uh, he gets he gets finished. So didn't do it. Props to Pereira, I guess. Uh, a few people saying it was an early stoppage because he didn't no, he, go he was out. Getting, mate, he was getting torched. Uh, he, he was out on his feet, but you know... Some people say you have to give the champion the chance, let him go out. I thought he did. I thought it could have been stopped a couple seconds earlier, to be fair. Mm. He was getting torched up. Um, Yeah, surprising. And people, what was it? Sean Strickland said that he shouldn't get an immediate uh, challenge. He shouldn't get an immediate rematch. I'm like, buddy, he was literally champion for, was it three years or something? Yeah, he probably will get an immediate rematch. Um, um, yeah, what have you done, buddy? You're just an idiot that can't even fucking speak English. So, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, who did he, Didn't Sean Strickland lose his last fight? He lost to Pereira. Oh, Strickland lost to Pereira. Yeah. He's like, oh, I should get the I should get the rematch against Pereira. Got knocked out in the first round. Um, but yeah, I, 
this is it opens up the middleweight division really because Adesanya looked like Khabib against this guy. So I th- I saw a thing where it's like he's the most beatable champion in UFC history. Adesanya, no Pereira. Oh, because he has zero any other martial arts. He just has kickboxing. Yeah, well, he's tr- he he's only trained MMA for like one year. <laughs> so basically, it was tailor made to beat. Adesanya. Yeah, pretty much. They they fed him easy fights, and then they put him against one ranked guy, which was Strickland, <laughs> who's an idiot, and all he does is strike like this. So he wins that, and then they gave him the title fight. Yeah. So, like, Rob Whitaker would destroy this guy. So Rob Whitaker, didn't he have, like, a live stream? Wasn't he watching it yeah, live? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see Rob just be like, Dana, give me the fucking yeah, belt, you dog. Thing, but Dana... Yeah. I've been fighting my whole life for this opportunity. Well, I think I think the UFC probably wants Adesanya to be champion because he's like their moneymaker. I think the easiest way to get him to become champion again is to make... Well, Whitaker's booked against Costa next year, but um, is to make Whitaker versus Pereira. Whitaker wins. And then you can just give Adesanya to Whitaker because he's already beat him twice, so there's no yeah, reason why he wouldn't maybe. do that. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting. Also, Poirier Chandler on that card... Another great fight. Uh, what do you? Dustin won. I think uh, for me that was a pretty easy prediction. Michael Chandler, it, at the to me, he's just a very entertaining fighter, but he's not one of the best fighters. Yeah, in the division. Well, the blood thing was a bit gruesome. Yeah, that was rank. It's like his actual brains were coming yeah, out. It was <laughs> a bit dodgy. Um, but yeah, no, it was a it was a good win by Poirier. But it's kind of like Rob. It's like well. You'll be interim champion, but you'll never be champion champion. Dustin? Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Um, who knows, though? If, if Volk can beat Islam, that fight's been booked now. I th- that's a much better matchup for someone like Dustin Volkanovsky. Or even Islam is a be- probably a better matchup than Khabib because I don't think he is as good as Khabib. He's still pretty solid. He's still good, but yeah. Well, did Khabib beat anyone as good as Charles? Um. Well, I don't know. Because I mean, Islam that's... dominated Charles. I don't think Habib faced anyone close. Connor, when he came back, was his toughest fight, and Connor was two years out of a out of the UFC, and it, in terms of matchup wise, was not, it was just a terrible matchup for him as well. Mm. So yeah, but just just in the way that, and he was drunk as fights. well. So. It's just, I know Habib dominates, but I think in terms of opponent, Charles Oliveira is a better um, But Islam's just so big. He just cuts so much weight. Um, he's just but the Dagestan He's just massive for lightweight. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully he loses to Volk. Fucking Volk's a legend. Um, also in the co-main of that card, uh, Carla Esparza lost her belt, thank the lords, to uh, Zhang Weili. So the worst title reign in UFC history has come to an end with zero defenses. Why don't, why don't you like Carla? Did you see the fight with Rose? No, I didn't. It was a five-round fight where about three strikes got thrown in 25 minutes. Was there a lot more strikes than this one? Yeah, well, it ended in two rounds. So, um, But yeah, that, that's basically known as the worst fight, one of the worst fights of all time. Uh, and it's an embarrassment that those two fighters even competed for a UFC championship. Well, Rose deserves a, a bit of a... Well, she, she beat she, Joanna. Yeah, she is a good fighter, but she did nothing, which is retarded. Like, yeah. she could have easily beaten Carla if she just did something, but she was just standing there doing nothing. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, UFC's in a f- great spot right now. Um, 
Australian cards looking stacked. I mean, they just announced uh, Josh Emmett versus Yair Rodriguez for an interim flyweight uh, featherweight title fight on that card as well. Uh, so that'll be, I guess, Falkonowski's next defense at featherweight, whoever wins that. Um, and then you got, obviously, Whitaker Costa, Islam Volk, like, fucking sick card. Tyson Pedro's on there. What about Ty? Uh, he's fighting in December, so I think they're waiting to see how his fight goes and if he can turn around quickly or he wants to turn around quickly, they'll put him on there. But up in the air if he'll be there. Dan Hooker said he won on that card as well that just happened. He said he wants to be in February, so that... Dan Hooker, jeez, cool fight. Is that guy still in the UFC? Mm. It, what, was, what does he rank now? Uh, like 12. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought, hasn't he lost like his past seven fights or something? No. Who did he beat recently? We well, just won this fight. Um, and then he, 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 like he lost to Chandler, he lost to Poirier. Yeah. He went down to Featherweight and lost to Arnold Allen. Um, but I don't think he lost to, did he lose to anyone else? I don't know. But yeah, he has had a few losses recently, but they were against really good guys. Um, oh, and he lost to Islam as well, but, you know, everyone lost to Islam. Yeah. So, he has been losing, but against really good guys. So, he's still a good fighter. I'd like to see him on the Aussie card. So, yeah, I mean, that's about it, you know. Lovely, lovely, jubbly. Um, any sport coming up this week? The World Cup's next week, isn't it? Yeah, I think it starts World next Cup week. next week. Get pumped, get round it. Um, support England. Or no one's going to be supporting England. Or if you're Indian or of the Southern Asian variety, you can get paid by Qataris to support a country. So I'd advise doing that and going to Qatar to get a free check. Well, um, you'll probably die in Qatar if you do anything uh, slightly outlandish. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I wouldn't advise going to Qatar, but you know, each to their own. Each to their own. Um, but yeah, hopefully uh, England pull through and we uh, win the World Cup uh, for the first time and. It's kind of a bit sour. I'd prefer if we won it in Russia, to be fair, because, I don't know, it just feels a lot more... I mean, maybe not now, but back then. We were in Europe for the last it World It felt Cup. a lot more safe. It felt a lot... Yeah, it felt a bit more cultural. I don't know. There's just something about it that seems so plastic, this I remember. I remember literally seeing you cry. Yeah, the yeah, last. here we go. Yeah, <laughs> At the dinner yeah. table in Italy. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Yeah, and I got taken the piss Hilarious. out for so long. Never seen someone so sad in my life. <laughs> yeah, we got knocked out by Croatia in a semi-finals of World Cup. Yeah, you would, you would have thought his mum had just died. <laughs> yeah, my my sports team had just gone through an utter heartbreak. My country was crying. And you were the, crying. The country was Yeah, the entire country was. You find it... If you didn't find an Englishman that wasn't crying... If you found an I'm Englishman sure that could've. wasn't crying, then that's not a true Englishman. Okay. Okay. You gotta have support. If Australia got to the World Cup semis and you lost in the last I wouldn't in cry, extra time, I'll be sad. In extra time you'd be like God, this is so <laughs> bad. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't be crying. I didn't cry. I my te- my eyes welled up. I wasn't crying. <laughs> my eyes welled up. What's I the difference? I wasn't crying. What's the difference? Well, crying's like weeping. I wasn't weeping. I was just like <laughs> distraught. Yeah. I was and just, you just didn't say anything for like th- an entire day. <laughs> No, I didn't say anything that night. Uh, yeah, because me and Oscar were sharing a room and he's, and I just was utter silence. I was radio silence for the entire night. And I just got in my bed. I was just on my phone. I was just flicking through, like, <laughs> YouTube or something. And I just refused to talk. I was so annoyed um, that we lost. But anyway, 
It's it's gonna we're gonna win this one, so it's gonna be fine. And look, I was kind of glad that we didn't win it for a selfish reason because the fight we were on the plane back home when the World Cup final was being played, and it was the most mm. BS thing. Who whoever scheduled that needs a fucking well one of the teachers. Fight. Yeah, who who thought Mr. of that? Mr. Oh, I'm gonna schedule the trip home in the World Cup final. That's smart. Yeah, that's the only th- reason why I came. You dopes. That's the only reason you came. Yeah, that's the reason why I came was to watch the World Cup in Europe right, while I was okay. on. And now you go, oh, let's go back home on the day of the World Cup final. Now, granted, I didn't expect England to be anywhere near a final, but still, I mean, come on, that was, they I, didn't even they didn't even come third, mate, did they? they? No, but who cares about the <laughs> third fourth game? But yeah, imagine if England won the World Cup final and I was on a fucking plane. What a shocker! That what would have shocker. been. That would have been awful. And the Euros, we were in lockdown. And I was kind of happy that we didn't win then, even though it was for a selfish reason, because I was fucking all by were, myself. Were we in lockdown? They weren't in lockdown in England. Yeah, no, but it just had opened up in England because of the Euros. We oh, were in right. lockdown. And I remember I, I couldn't go to a pub. I couldn't do anything. I had to by myself just watch it, basically in silence because my family was asleep. I just had to... Oh, your dad didn't watch it? No, they came in like in the second half. But like the first half, I just had to... Watch and I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, I can't even. <laughs> this is a final Euros final, and I can't even be around fellow Englishmen drinking. Like, this sucks. Mm, this absolutely, absolutely fucking sucks. sucks. But anyway, this World Cup is completely free. Well, Pain. not in Qatar, it's not free, but in <laughs> Australia, it's free while we're watching it. So yeah, yeah. Enjoy the World Cup. Have a have a good time, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, your betting comes out a success in this. <sighs> betting on soccer is hard. Football is easy if you know it's going to win. No, it's hard. If you have extreme... Because there's three outcomes, so that's why it's harder. No, but if you have great knowledge like myself, okay, then sure. it's easy. But just statistically, it's harder. Yeah, but then the odds are better for your result, isn't it? Not really. All right. Anyway, hope you enjoy the podcast and have a great rest of your day. Peace. Everyone subscribe and liking that. And uh, yeah. Don't be so desperate. Oh, Go my fuck God. fuck yourself. <laughs>